Hey, how's it going? Welcome into the Irish NFL show presented by Cassidy Travel. Check out the link in the bio below as well for some excellent offers as well check it out folks uh, especially there's still some tickets available for the game in london this weekend check it out michael mcquade colin crone and brian o'leary uh, here to talk over what was uh, an eventful week seven sunday and we're going to also preview the muck that is monday night football tonight and uh, yeah and I'll, I'll leave that at that and we'll talk about it later on colin uh how are you doing you doing good uh, yeah, overall, uh, pretty pretty well. In enjoyed um, yesterday's suite of games. It's it's easier when you know you've accepted your team's fate and you can just enjoy the other thirty one teams. Brian, just on Column's point, there we are in no way affiliated with the NFL, of course, so I can put this across. And um, as much as we enjoy the NFL, I I thought the slate of games yesterday was very poor across the board. It was quite, I, from a neutral viewpoint, there wasn't much going on, especially in the early window. Am I wrong to suggest that? Or? I think it's to Colin's point last week, when I was on Thursday show or last Monday, the points on average is down on this season compared to last season. I think defensively, most teams, the defences this year are playing a lot better. It'll probably change as the season goes on. I can understand why you would think that there was a lot of games that were, look, we got so used to seeing really, Explosive games by and large for first three, four weeks of the season, but things have slowed down. I said it last week, you know, the points wasn't as extensive as what we saw, but I still felt there was a number of good storylines there. You know, there was close. It, the Witching Hour still had some dramatic finishes at the end, and maybe not so much in the late games. The late games were, weren't as exciting either. Sorry, I was just changing the order of the notes. I'm going to go first. Uh, we will talk about the Chiefs. Chiefs were supposed to be number one on the, on, on, on the agenda, but I'm going to go straight in because Mark's not here. So let's get to it. Column is Tom Brady washed? Is he finished? Is this is this the end? Should he have walked away last year or the year before? Is Brady done? Uh, his stats yesterday, I haven't got them in front of me, were quite flattering. I think it was 29 for 40. The passes that he missed in the fourth quarter especially were, were very telling. And I know he's got a different offensive line, but to go up against PJ Walker and get defeated by the Carolina Panthers who lost their franchise player during the week is is stunning and I think we'd be saying would be negative of, of any quarterback going in there this Sunday but for it to be Tom Brady and to show that serious decline is a major issue surely in Tampa Bay at the minute and I understand they've got games coming up thick and fast they've got a Thursday night game which we'll look forward to this week against the Ravens but it just doesn't look right he does not look happy and I guess we can all hope that he just wises up for Munich in a few weeks. Yeah, I, Michael, I get, I get um, plenty wrong, and I'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But it was obvious to me last year that despite playing at uh, an exceptionally high level, we we saw the first signs I felt of actual decline of, of Tom Brady of the hand-eye coordination I've talked about it on the show before you saw it against the Saints la- last year for the first time he looked at the hand and he was like why is the ball not going where I wanted to go and we saw it a, a couple of times he's still Tom Brady he can still almost will things into existence but you know father time remains undefeated and Let's be, you know, I mean, rounded out. This is not only about Tom Brady, right? The the Bucks running game is horrific. <laughs> Lenny Fournette got paid, and um, the difference between Lenny in search of a contract and Lenny having a contract is um, 
considerable, certainly. And um, the O line hasn't helped, but you know there are there are very few players, there are very few people who get to you know choose to go out on top. I imagine you know maybe if Brady had his time again, would he would he choose differently? He might well do. I think you know he's. We saw him last week uh, at the podium be very defiant and say retirement is not in my future. I think retirement is, is coming in. Um, you know, I think, look, given the division, I think they can they can still make the playoffs because I, I just think that that division is incredibly kind. There's nobody winning with a winning record there. But I, I believe that the 2022 season, whenever it ends, will be the last we see of Tom Brady in, uh, in a playing capacity. Brian, Colin makes a really good point there about Lenny Fournette. Uh, basically, he had eight carries for 19 rushing yards yesterday. Daniel Jones had 11. Fair play to him for getting those 11 yards. Like Fournette getting 19 rushing yards yesterday. I mean, it's just, it's concerning. You have that Mike Evans situation in the first quarter, never mind the fact that he's getting, he's given those signatures. I can't wait to ask him for one in Munich in a few weeks' time on the training day on Friday. But um, it's, it's, you know what? It's pretty sad to watch. It, it actually is concerning because whenever, um, and Colin mentioned it there, Peyton Manning, in his last year, it was quite clear that he had regressed and he was sort of backed up by that big defense. He could hand the ball off to his running backs and get away with it almost. But I feel at the minute, especially watching that game yesterday when they were down by two scores, it was like, they're not coming back here. And Ravens fans are worried about first. I don't know what the hell they're worried for because that team isn't doing anything. And it was 32 of 49, 290 yards. That flatters Brady. That performance yesterday was atrocious. It's an accumulation of a number of things, Michael. Like Brady is the focus here, and he always will be because of the player in which he is, but there's a lot of things going wrong. Colin touched on the run game. You've, you've followed up with fair stats in the game, but overall, yesterday, 16, 16 rushes, 46 yards in total. So whoever was carrying the ball yesterday couldn't get it done. The defence, as good as it's been, and we, we spoke about how highly, how good they started the season against the Cowboys, they gave up 173 yards on the, on the game yesterday. Uh, on, you know, I'm sorry, in, in rushing with to Chubba Hubbard and a couple of other guys. Like, it wasn't like McCaffrey was there. He was gone. It's a problem there. Mike Evans drops that ball on the, like, Brady's, yeah, Brady's off, but he is still putting the ball in the position for, for receivers to catch the ball. I mean, that one yesterday. Open play the game. That, the, he, he puts that in. Yeah, you can imagine things might go differently. So it's just a combination. Yeah, Brady's form is off, but it's just an accumulation of things and he hasn't got. He hasn't got the players, but he. They're gonna. They're gonna look to, to Stratton next week before the, before the deadline. They have to. He needs a. He needs a tight end. He needs a slot receiver. He doesn't want to play with players in the perimeter. Evans is his main target. He's on the outside. He doesn't want that. He wants to be putting the ball in the middle of the field. He doesn't have those players. That complements his style. And if they don't get that sort, maybe before next week, season could end. I know Colin's saying it's a long way to go and they'll be in the shake up. But you're right. I look at the Ravens game Thursday. I wouldn't fancy them. They play the Rams the following week. That's a tough one. And is I know we were off on Seattle at the start of the season, but right now Seattle are one of the form sides, especially offensively, and they got to play them in Munich. No one ever thought Seattle would be going into that game. But Tennessee has the favours, and they could well be in a couple of weeks if they don't get their the house in order. It's a Torsey's going to be a huge game for them. For what it's worth, both teams arrive into Munich on the Friday at the same time. Uh, Seattle leave a little bit earlier because of the time difference for them but that's the plan as far as I know it'll be interesting what happens and the records are at in a few weeks Colm I, I know there's a lot of a lot of fans of the Patriots in Ireland a lot of Brady fans in Ireland so you know I think it's important to say that 
for anybody watching this league, any neutral or anyone, whether you love or hate Brady, we want him to go out in his own way. So I, I just think it's sad to see. But there's also a lot of Panthers fans in Ireland, the UK and Europe, listening to this podcast. And they'll be buzzing with what they've seen yesterday with PJ Walker. I know our guy Tim Jenkins was very high up on PJ Walker at one point, And now he looks like he's going to be the the starter for at least a considerable future 177 yards two two passing touchdowns in a day and 16 for 22 not a bad not a bad day for him even if it was a bit of a slow start for the Panthers but look the Panthers got it done man they got it done and for for Foreman to get 120 yards rushing against this Bucks defense I don't want to go into the Bucks too much here because I don't want to turn this into a Bucks podcast but you, you have to ask serious questions around the coaching of this Bucks team because this is I just don't think it would have been I don't think it would have been called for this time last year and that's all I'm going to say if we can talk about the Panthers I'll shut up well look I think the, this shows you and this result should highlight that you cannot take anything for granted and that things can change very very quickly in this league positively and neg- negatively uh, you know you can look look at the, the mess the Eagles were in with Carson Wentz and, and how they turned that around equally you know like talked about it before the league puts an emphasis on parity right there's a parity com- um you know committee who look to do this so everything they do is a- is around that and certainly the panthers yesterday deser- absolutely thoroughly deserved it it wasn't a fluke it wasn't that they got the bounce of a ball they put in the the performance and they're both a, a combination of, I suppose, the, the Bucks' struggles and the, the Panthers' defense, um, you know, ha- helped in that respect. I mean, for the, the Bucks, just to, to kind of emphasize how it was, they, so their drives were punt, 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 punt. That was the first half. Second half, punt, turnover on downs, punt, punt, field goal, end of game. Uh, <laughs> um and and the Panthers went went out and did what what they needed to do. Yeah, PJ Walker, who um, you know had last week, we talked about the fact that he, the furthest he threw the ball last week was uh, one yard down the field. Looked uh, very different th- this week, and they're going to roll with him, which I think tell, tells you a lot about Baker Mayfield and and Sam Darnold and and how they they feel about that. They probably want to see what PJ can do because they're going to be moving off of those two guys and kudos to him. There were two XFL QB, former XFL QBs who had very good days uh, yesterday. You, you you like seeing, you know, every fan base and the Panthers have had a rough few years and losing Christian McCaffrey, it had been certainly a rough week. So happy for them to have gotten a fully and thoroughly deserved victory yesterday. Any final points to make on either team, Brian? Obviously, uh, a great day for guys like Chubba Hubbard, but uh, a great team performance from the Panthers who will be buoyed because they're not that far back in the division now, which is hilarious. One game back, Michael. Unbelievable, isn't it? Like They play the, they play the Falcons this weekend. Imagine they were to turn over this Falcons team. Um, I was happy for Wilkes, like he's taken on the job and he's already pretty much been told you would have to do something extraordinary to get the job. So maybe that's the start of the extraordinary storyline that we might see over the coming weeks and months that he can win more games than it's ex- than expected. They, they've got a haul back for on the McCaffrey deal. We never got an opportunity really to speak because that happened late on Thursday night going into Friday after we finished recording. I mean, they got a good return on that. Like, they, you know, if they are in the top three or four selecting in the draft next year, they will likely get a future quarterback, a future star, judging by what's been said about the guys coming out. So, yeah, it might, it might be a difficult time for Panthers fans, but 
Look, we spoke about this this league time and time again. The Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year, haven't won four games the year before. There's teams like the Jets and the Giants who have had bad seasons now challenging for divisions. The NFL can change very quickly, so I, I wouldn't say all is lost for the Panthers in the future.